0: You're listening to the Dugout, a college baseball match podcast. Today, we spoke with Ben Cordy, volunteer assistant coach for UC Davis. Ben, it's great to have you on the show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it.
0: Um, so, I kind of wanted to start by talking about we have a lot to kind of cover, um, but if you could just give us your bio um, as a coach and kind of you know your time at, at UC Davis.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, I'd I'd say my coaching career actually began as a player. I think it's something a lot of a lot of guys don't really realize it. I honestly didn't realize it until um, I transferred over to to UC Davis. Um, I played three years at Sacramento City College. Um, blew my shoulder out pretty early in my career and wasn't really a great player, anyways. But but enjoyed being around the game. Um, once I got hurt, was kind of around as, as like a player coach, even though, again, like I said, I didn't know it. Um, And then when I was done with my three years was looking for, you know, kind of, okay, my baseball career is pretty much over. I'm broken. um, Need to finish school. uh, What's something I can do in the meantime that, that, you know, I can be around the game. And our coach at the time at Sac City was Andy McKay actually reached out to me and asked if I wanted to hang around, maybe go to UC Davis or Sac State, get some classes and then help out at Sac City um, in the afternoons. And yeah. at the time, you know, that's obviously he's a, he's a great coach, great mentor of mine. Um, and at the time, you know, that was a, that was a huge opportunity, but kind of something I, I figured it would be best to go to to a school and and experience some new things, um, experience some new baseball, learn from some new opportunities. So I went to Davis. Um, basically went to. Went to Coach Vaughn and said, "Hey, is there anything I can do to help out? Uh, would love to be around the team. My brother was going into his sophomore season. Um, had made some friends through him, so was just looking to help out. Uh, Coach Vaughn was relatively new. It, it was it's still a new program, but at the time it was they were three or four years into Division One. So there there was a lot of a lot of growth to be made, a lot of progress to be made. And so spent three years as the team manager." Um, and in that role kind of did everything from catching bullpens, warming up pitchers, um, rebuilding pitching machines, doing some social media stuff, helping out in the press box, just kind of, you know jump started a, a video program for us with a, you know running around with iPads, recording stuff during games or during practice, cutting that up and sending it to players. So a lot of different roles there that actually helped me when I graduated in 2015. Uh, got lucky enough, a couple coaches got some new opportunities that were previously on staff. Um, and so some positions opened up at Davis, and I was lucky enough and, and worked hard enough and got the opportunity from Coach Vaughn to join the staff and been the volunteer going on my fourth season now, worked with outfielders the previous three years, and am now in charge of the pitching staff this year, so...
0: Awesome. No, it's a that's a, a lot of roles and a lot of different things that you're now doing. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to talk before we kind of get started about UC Davis and their program um, about your own experience uh, and also your brother's experience going through the uh, recruiting process yourselves. And so why don't we start with you? So you were coming out of McClatchy and uh, what was your recruiting process uh, looking like at that time?
1: Yeah, so coming out of McClatchy, um, was a very average baseball player at best, um, knew the game really well, good fundamentals, um, but just talent, you know, I was 5'10", and I think 135 pounds soaking wet, so there wasn't a lot there, but loved the game and still wanted to be a part of it, loved playing, um, actually was not very strong academically, so the thought of UC Davis going to UC Davis after junior college wasn't even, it was just like, Hey, I, I obviously need to stay in school. Need to get a college degree. Don't know how I'm going to do it or where I'm going to go. So took the junior college route, went down the street to Sacramento city college um, best decision of my life. Uh, learned a lot about responsibility and, and, and growth there. I'm um, again, played under Andy McKay. That, that guy was unbelievable. Taught me a lot of things and, and through, through that experience, um, ended up figuring it out academically, got got my grades figured out, um, learned a lot about the game, and then got the opportunity, like I said, wanted to stay kind of close to home. Um, my brother was at UC Davis, so I went into Annie McKay's office and said, hey, is there a possibility I could get over to Davis and just a volunteer role over there? How can I help out with their program? It's a great school. Um, didn't, didn't really know much about the school until my brother had committed there, but, um, knew obviously it was a great academic school would, would provide a lot, a lot of opportunities for me once I graduated and then got over to Davis, talked to the coaches, got over to Davis and got hooked up, um, in that team manager role and, and it's all played out great from there.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Um, so when you were doing that, uh, you know, obviously you, Made the choice to jump to jump over and to kind of go through that. Did you feel as though at any point uh, when you were at, at Sac City that it was a good development for you to potentially play? Like, had you not gotten injured, um, do you think you you would have found that you would have had opportunities to play in other at other programs?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, the the special part about baseball, and and we're lucky in a in a environment now with a sport that. There's a lot of schools that are looking for guys who want to play. If if you're fundamentally sound, you want to be a part of the game, and you could provide something of value for the team and the coaches. There's a program that'll take you, whether that's Division One, Division Two, Division Three, NAI. There's there's places to play, um, mm-hmm. and I I think that's something that's that's really special. A lot of kids are very fortunate now that. You know, you used to be you used to be only able to play where the coaches had seen you. If the coaches hadn't heard you or haven't seen you, you're not going to be able to play there if you don't know the school, you know, whereas now you can look it up on the internet. What's, you know, what do you want to study? Um, what level do you think you want to play at? Um, and, and those opportunities are definitely out there.
0: That's terrific. And so now you're at Davis. And obviously, when it sounds like while you were at Sac City, your brother was going through the uh, recruiting process himself. What, you know, what about that experience for him? How was it different than your recruiting process? And as well, you know, uh, what was it just like for him?
1: Yeah. And it, it was, it was a great experience to watch him go through that. Um, especially now from a, from a coaching standpoint, um, obviously you're, you're working on, on recruiting kids. You're, you're trying to, to express, you know, the, the, the important and best parts about your school, the opportunities that it presents. And so for, for my brother, our dad had actually gone to UC Davis. So I think I think there was some bias there the whole time that he was kind of pushing that way. But um, my brother was, was a great academic student um, and then obviously had the athletic skill set to go along with it. Um, when UC Davis presented itself for him, it was, it was kind of a no-brainer, to be honest. Uh, it's relatively close to home for us. We're from Sacramento. But not so close that, I mean, there's, there's the causeway there. So it's not, it's not like our, our parents were checking in on us every weekend. You know, there was some independence right. there. There was some independence there. And then obviously the opportunities, the academic side, the school presented uh, were unbelievable. And then obviously from a baseball standpoint, it's a great conference and, and great competition. And, and you get every opportunity you could ask for on the field in terms of competing. So it was, it was a no-brainer.
0: Absolutely. Um, you know, turning our attention to UC Davis's program, uh can you walk us through a day in the life of one of your players?
1: Yeah, so we'll go through I'll, I'll take you through through both. So there's there's our fall segment where you know, we we've got everyone on campus. Um we we begin practice in September, um just to try to avoid as much weather as possible in in terms of late November and and December. Um, we get about six weeks there, um, and in that prog- in that process, we'll uh, practice Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday traditionally, um, just to give them as as much opportunity as they can during the week to get their schoolwork done, and get get to their classes. Um, and th- and those practices, we'll practice usually in the afternoon, and then they'll go straight to weights. Um, our strength coach does a great job organizing. Organizing for all thirty-five to forty of our guys in the fall, um, they'll they'll lift Monday, Wednesday, Friday as well. And then, you know, he does a good job in terms of making sure they're in shape. And and especially coming out of the the end of summer, they're they're a little worn out from from their summer ball. They they want to rest a little bit, but he does a great job staying on top of them, making sure they stay in shape, and and nobody comes in has any injuries in those first two or three weeks um then from there we obviously go to our winter break come back for season and it's it's go time we hit the ground running so that's we've got six practices a week it's typically Monday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday and then when we hit the season our schedule is Tuesday Friday Saturday Sunday typically for games and and we'll usually take a Monday off just because you've got that three game series Friday through Sunday and and the rest of the time it's, it's practicing games. And, and the guys are typically taking 12 to 15 units during, during a, a quarter. And that's about three or four classes, depending on, you know, whether there's a lab or not. Um, and, and in terms of the, the academic demand here, um, there's a lot made of it. It is tough. It's, it's challenging. Um, The guys we bring in here are guys that we believe can handle it. Uh, They do an outstanding job working on the field and and in the classroom, um, staying on top of everything. It takes a lot of responsibility to be able to balance that. But again, uh, with those responsibilities, there's some some great opportunity on the back end when they graduate.
0: That's terrific. Um, What do you like most about the UC Davis campus or facility?
1: Oh, I might have lost you
0: there. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, "What go. do you like most about the UC Davis campus or facility?"
1: Yeah, that's and that's that's a great question. It's really something that that is tough to explain, um, but it's it's an outstanding environment. It's it's an unbelievable place. Um, I honestly didn't didn't realize it until I had I had decided to go to Davis and then came out to the campus and I was just like, "Holy cow! This this place is." is unbelievable. It's it's very big. Um, it can be intimidating. I know my my first day on campus with classes. I asked my brother who was who had already been a student here. I I said, how do I know where all my classes are? You know, coming from a junior college, it's not small, but it's it's not nearly as big as UC Davis. And he goes, you just got to ride your bike around for fifteen to twenty minutes. But in that time, you you really learn to um, be comfortable, kind of outside of your comfort zone there for the first couple weeks. And then once you get settled in, it again, it's it's an unbelievable place. It's it's something that's really important for us, especially in the rec- recruiting process that we get our recruits and, and any prospects on campus. Um, again, it's such a special place. It's one of the only college towns left um, in California, much less across the country. Um, it, it's a small town. It's it's about 50 to 60 percent made up of of college students um, and and downtown's about two blocks off campus. So. The downtown even is is basically an extension of the college campus, just because you can you can walk five minutes and go get something to eat or go hang out for a little bit and then get back into class. Um, but yeah, the the campus is an um, unbelievable environment.
0: Yeah, I would imagine that uh, when you're talking about a, a and that's something actually to think about when you're uh, deciding what type of environment you want to be in is do you want a you know, university in a big city, or do you want a college town? And, and those are things that we recommend our uh, you know users and customers think about as they're making their decision. Um, you know, what makes UC Davis baseball so special?
1: I think I think the most special part about UC Davis is is the opportunities that it presents. You know, there's there's a lot of programs out there that if you come in as a freshman, um, you might be sitting behind a, a junior or a senior um, and and sitting on the bench and taking notes, honestly, per se. Um, whereas here, there's if you if you work hard enough and you earn it, there's definitely going to be opportunities for you as a freshman to get on the field and 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 compete. Um, the other side of that, obviously, is is the academic opportunity that presents itself. Like I talked about, um, I think responsibility is a premium for us um, again because of. Because of all the the academic demands and the athletic demands, um, responsibility is a premium for us. Who can stay organized? Who can stay on top of their stuff? Who wants to get out to the field and get their work in, and and get their extra work in? And then, you know, when when most other college students I think are are kind of off having fun, enjoying the college experience. Which don't get me wrong, our, our guys get that opportunity as well, but they they have to be organized and they have to stay on top of of their academic and athletic. Uh, responsibilities. And I, th- I think our guys do an outstanding job of that. They're all very organized. Um, we we never have any issues. But again, with those responsibilities, there's huge opportunities. And the opportunity to get on the field and play, play in the Big West against your your Irvines, your Fullertons, Long Beach, Santa Barbara, Cal Poly, uh, take your trip to Hawaii. Uh, as long as they're eligible, we get to take that trip to Hawaii. Um so so again those those opportunities are huge and then obviously the Pac-12s out here so we play pa- plenty of Pac-12 opponents as well so you know those those opportunities are there and it's 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 a great chance for those those younger players and then as they mature to to get out there and compete
0: No that sounds great. Um you know kind of moving towards the recruiting process and recruiting philosophy uh, what qualities or traits do you do you look for most in finding a player that's a match for your school both athletically and academically
1: um, it's 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 something what we look for I guess is is the academic is we look for really a 3.5 or higher in terms of GPA um, and then ath- athletically it's it's really something do do they want to be here is it a fit are they gonna work hard um, Are they responsible? Do they have some, some awareness? I think awareness is huge. Um, You know, it's, it's not really something that many people talk about, but the awareness to understand that they're going to need to work. They're, they're going to need to make some growth. If they come in as a freshman and they're the same guy for four years, it's, it's really hard to, to get them back out on the field to get them through the program. If they have, if they have the awareness to understand that, Hey, I need to take responsibility here. I need to make adjustments. Throughout my four years, I need to con- continue to work. Um, the opportunity for growth there is is endless. But um, that responsibility and awareness is huge for us. And then obviously the the academic quality, the three point five. Um, are they going to be able to take responsibility in the classroom? Uh, another thing we look for is ha- have they have they done their research on on the on the university? Have they done their research on our program? A lot of guys will obviously we get plenty of emails every day of, of kids that are interested in our program, but they haven't done the the background check on the school and on the program. You know, they're just sending those blind emails, whereas the kids who have sent us the emails that, hey, I want to major in this. I notice you guys are, are and we're obviously a great university in terms of the majors we offer and some of the programs we offer, you know, the kids that have done their research and, hey, I want to major in, in, you know, engineering or whatever it may be. Um, those are the kids that, you know, they've shown their interest. They understand what the school has to offer and and they still want to come here.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know what? You, you mentioned uh, players emailing you, but what other mechanisms do you use to discover players that are a match for your school?
1: Um, we're, we're pretty open to, to all the methods across the board. Um, like I said, we we try and get. Anybody we're interested in or that's interested in us, we try and get them on campus just because, like I said, it's, it's such a special place. It's very unique. Um, you, you say college town, but I think a lot of people don't understand what that might be and getting them here. Mm-hmm. They, they finally see it and they understand, okay, the campus is outstanding. Um, the community is unbelievable. Um, and then obviously the town is, is pretty special. Um, and then in terms of recruiting stuff, Emails. Emails are huge. Um, The networking. I don't I don't think that'll ever go away. And I know the the technology and stuff is a huge benefit, but I don't think the networking will ever go away. It's it's important to to do our vetting and and get the backgrounds. You know, what's the kids like? What are his mannerisms? What's his demeanor? How's he handle himself on the mound? What do you what do you see in your, you know, talking to the high school coach? What do you see in your four years of development with the kid? How how's he been? Does he work hard? Is he is he coachable? Is he a good learner? Is he responsible? Um, and then, obviously, getting out to showcases and stuff. The summer circuit obviously is huge. Um, whether that's you know whether we like it or not, it's there and and it's something we have to take advantage of. And I think getting out and getting to the camps, getting to all the tournaments is is important. Seeing we like to see the kid as many times as we can. Obviously, the the more information you have, the better. And so whether that's the the kids the recruits reaching out to us. And, and starting that conversation or us reaching out to them and starting the conversation, as much information as we can get, uh, the better.
0: No, that's very helpful. Um, do players that match with your school and program usually try to connect with you first or do you, do you guys uh, normally develop the connection uh, first?
1: I think it's a little both. I think um, overall, I, th- I think a lot of kids can be intimidated uh, by the university that it's going to be too much work. Um, for some kids, that's a good thing. If you're intimidated, you're probably not going to fit in here for other kids. They don't right. understand that, that the opportunity is there, that, that they mm-hmm. could take advantage of it. And for those kids, it's, it's reaching out to them, talking to their coaches and explaining that, Hey, you know, you would be a good fit here. You, you could make it work here if you're interested And and sometimes, um, those are great connections to make those kids understand that, Hey, I, I can get into UC Davis. I can go to school there. I can compete in the Big West. The coaches see that in me. They believe in me, and you know that's a good opportunity. Um, and then also the again the kids that reach out to us, um, they show the interest. We we have kind of a, a saying on our coaching staff that um, when they come on campus, when when they see the program, when they understand the program, they're going to understand pretty quickly if if they want to be here, if this is a place they want to be. Um, it's 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 very homey. Um, you know, and, and again, our, our coaching staff, the environment that we create, the, the community that the UC Davis, uh, university puts out there, it's, it's something that kids will see it. They'll, they'll kind of be a part of it for a little bit. They'll, they'll, uh, observe it. And if they want to be here, um, that's awesome. They, they know pretty much right away.
0: No, that's, uh, that's really helpful. Um, you know, if I know that I'm a match for UC Davis and I've gone through a process of connecting with you and I've come on campus and uh, I, I, you know, there's a mutual fit there. Can you outline the steps of the process of kind of what comes next to finalize a decision?
1: Yeah, so basically the, the recruiting process in terms of, of, of a recruit reaching out to us. Let's say they reach out to us. They send us an email. I'd say the, the next step is, you know, getting us getting us their transcripts. Obviously, that's huge for us being a high academic university. That's kind of step one for us. Can can we even get you in? You can be you can have all the athletic skill in the world. We could use you on the field. But if you can't get into the school, obviously, that's no benefit to us. So so we go straight to the straight to the transcripts, straight to the academic requirements. Can we get them in from there? Um, the vetting process kind of begins talking to coaches, talking to whether that's their own high school coach or even even other high schools that are in the area. Hey, have you seen this kid play? What's what's your observation from the outside looking in? Talking to their high school coach, what's what's the observation from the inside? What, what can you give us over the four years? Um, and then the kid giving us their high school schedule, their summer ball schedule, just so we can get out and see him. Um, again, we try and see them as, as much as possible, if possible. Um, and then from there would be getting them on campus. Um, obviously, the more we can get them on campus, the better, but getting them on campus so they understand uh, the town of Davis, the school, um, the layout. There's plenty of kids we, we've gone through a recruiting process with and they get on campus and it's just too big for them. It's, it's shocking. And that's that's fine, but it's, it's good to get them on campus so they understand you know, what, what they're going to be getting into the worst thing we could do there is, is commit a kid. And then they get on campus their freshman year and they're, they're blown away. It's too much for them. So getting them on campus is huge. Getting them to talk to our current student athletes about what the process is, what it entails to be a a student athlete at UC Davis. And then from there, like I said, if, if they feel that, that they're a fit, it, it kind of clicks right away. It's, it's not something that Usually takes a month or two, you know, I'm not really sure that they know it's, it's, it's kind of something that if they, if they want to take on the responsibility and, and go after those opportunities that, that we provide, then they're all in.
0: That's, uh, that's awesome. Um, and then, you know, once, you know, you make that fit, how do they come to the decision of, I guess, getting to that point where they're going to sign a national letter of intent? Um, is there back and forth or, or how does that normally work? And, and what are those decisions typically made for you guys for a particular class?
1: Um, for, for us, you know, we're, we're always looking for, for kids to fill classes. I think that's something that's kind of a misconception is that everybody has to sign early you have to commit mm-hmm. early. Um, especially for right. us, that's, that's not the case. We will, if there's a kid that, you know, feels that it's the right fit, they've, they've wanted to go to Davis their whole life, or it's something that like Davis is number one on their, on their college list. And they're, a, they're, a ready to sign an NLI or they're ready to commit. Um, that's not something that we're not open to, but for us, you know, it's, we kind of work from in the senior to senior summer. Uh, Range. We're we're not really a, a school, especially because of the the academic requirement. We're not right, really a school right. that's able to go out and, and make those early commits, which is great for us. Honestly, we we kind of like it that way. Um, again, we get to watch kids progress a little more. We get to watch the development process a little more. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's there's some programs out there that go get the kids early, and then the development process um, doesn't happen either the way it should, or or there's some bumps in the road there and. Unfortunately, it leads to either some, some lost relationships there or, or the kid has to decommit or the school will, will pull the offer. But um, we're not one of those schools. We're one of those schools that, you know, we, we honor our, our offer. Um, we like to, again, get as much information as possible, take as much time as possible so that we know that it's the right fit for us and the student. Um, the worst thing that could happen to us and the student is obviously they get here and it doesn't work out and they have to leave. Then we have to go find someone. And then the kid has to go find another school too. So we obviously don't want that. Um, no, of course not. So so the, the process there, I, I would say, is just making sure it's the right fit. And then, you know, once they want to commit, once they feel comfortable, it's it's that senior year signing the NLI and then getting them on campus for a visit. And then we'll see them that next September when they when they actually get on campus.
0: That's terrific. Um, you know, we're going to now shift to our closing nine segment. These are nine questions, uh, you know, sentence or last type answers and they're, they're meant to be a little bit more fun. So we'll start with number one, which is what time do you wake up in the morning?
1: Uh, typically I'll wake up between six and six thirty, try and get to the gym. I've, I've found, you know, used to do five thirty a.m. lifts at Sac City. And I found that, you know, if, if I'm not waking up in the morning and, and, doing some sort of workout i'm just kind of lethargic through the rest of the day so i try and get up decently early get going so that by the time it's by the time it's you know get in the office or get to the field and get working i'm i'm wide awake and ready to go
0: favorite baseball movie
1: favorite baseball movie uh it's it's tough it, i i think i'll go with for love of the game uh that's that's an outstanding one love that one
0: favorite baseball player growing up
1: Uh, that's a split. Uh, I, I have to say Barry Bonds, you know, being, being a Giants fan growing up, the guy was unbelievable, but, uh, also close friends with, uh, the, the Lampard community. And so Nick Johnson obviously going to McClatchy and then he was with the Yankees and the Nationals for a while. So, um, had, had gotten to know his family. So he was also a favorite player growing up.
0: If you were to choose one person to play you in a movie, who would it be?
1: don't don't know if i have an answer for that one. Uh that's that's a tough one. Let's let's go Kevin Costner since he's put out so many great movies. I'm sure if if he's in it that it, it'd be a great movie. So we'll go with Kevin Costner there.
0: Sunflower seeds, David or Spitz?
1: Um I'm a Jumbo Ranch guy. Uh Jumbo Ranch mm. shout out. Great great seeds. If I'm going between David and Spitz, I'll I'll go uh, probably David ranch or barbecue just cause they're, they're the original seeds. That's what I grew up on in little league.
0: All right. Uh, DH or no DH.
1: I'm a no DH guy. I think, I think you got to give the pitcher a chance to compete. If he's up there making hitters look dumb, you got to put him in the box. So there's a little humility with it. Plus it's, it's fun to watch the hitters who actually, or the pitchers who actually are athletes and can hit. I think everybody enjoys yeah. a little bit of that. So.
0: And I, I also enjoy watching the uh, relievers that never get a chance to normally hit, but they get those odd at-bats. Those are always fun, too.
1: Oh, absolutely. I think the pitchers enjoy hitting, too. If you ask most of them, you know, it goes back to their high school days, and, and I think they enjoy a little bit of hitting, too. Yeah.
0: Uh, who is the most talented player you've ever coached, played with, or played against?
1: God, the most talented player. Um, there's There's been a few of them. Um, one of the one of the center fielders that was at UC Davis in the past, uh, Brett Morgan. I feel like every and I wasn't at UC Davis yet. My brother was a freshman. I was still at Sac City, but it seemed like every game I came out to, he was making a diving play in center field. It was unbelievable. And it wasn't like one of those guys that you know kind of jogs to the spot and then dives at the last minute. The guy, you know, two thirds of the earth was covered by water, and the other third was covered by Brett Morgan. That's that's the truth.
0: That's funny. Yeah. All right. uh <clears throat> game seven of the world series bottom nine runners in scoring position who past or present do you want in the batter's box
1: uh we'll go we'll go both answers past i'll go barry bonds just because you can't walk and the guy hits everything 100 miles an hour so the, the guy doesn't miss a baseball and then present we'll go uc davis alumni shout out daniel discalso uh the guy's known as mr clutch in the pros and he's just signed his deal with with uh, the Cubs. So it'll be fun to watch them this year. Uh,
0: what is the most important character trait of a UC Davis player?
1: I think, I think we'll go with responsibility. Um, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, we're here to facilitate their growth. We're here to, to help them grow, facilitate it. Um, whatever they need, we do our best to provide it. But at the end of the day, their career and their academic career is, is their responsibility. If, if they want to be the best they can be, that's up to them. It's up to the work they put in, and, and, again, we're here to facilitate that, and I think our guys do an outstanding job of taking responsibility of their athletic and academic careers.
0: That's awesome. Well, uh, Coach, we appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we want to wish you the best of luck this season, and we hope to have you on again.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having
0: me. On the show. Uh, we want to wish you the best of luck this season, and we hope to have you on again. Well, that's all we have for today. If you haven't already done so, we highly recommend you go on our website, fill out a profile, update your current profile, and just explore. The recruiting process is about information gathering, and that's what we strive to do, to provide you the best information possible so you can make the best possible decision. Now, you can either follow us on social media or email us at support at collegebaseballmatch.com with any questions you may have about the process.